there's this joke about um, a sadist and a masochist uh, meeting up for some sexy time and uh, the masochist tells the sadist ooh daddy hurt me hurt me and the sadist is like no Welcome to episode seven of the Friends Apart podcast. My name is Jason, and uh, I'm uh, half in the bag already because I was playing basketball earlier and waiting for this jackass to show up. Um, I'm sipping on a Coors. How about you? I think you're an asshole for pretending to be fine with it and now just bashing me in front <laughs> of the audience. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you're, you're yeah. sipping on a Coors? I got a Coors banquet, original. Uh, made in born in the golden colorado 1873 Hmm. Mm -hmm. all right yeah never had one like that Uh, i don't think you'll like it (laughs) why uh it's um it's like kind of mass-produced shitty it's like what's it i like like heineken it's like oettinger if you Uh, oh no no okay so it's not that bad but it's like i don't know kronbacher or something so I like Heineken, for example. No, like, it's that's not a like beer that. actually. That's a good Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good okay. beer. It's like it's not shitty, but it's it's real beer, but it's like mass-produced beer. It's not. It's, it's fine. I'd still try it, and probably just you know. It's you know it's, hate it's all good Americans for getting for that. <laughs> it's good for having like a dozen or more on a summer day. Oh, I see. Okay. The, or begrudgingly doing work in your shed all day. Uh, kind of that's what you would have that's beer coolers for. for, right? That's right. All sitting right. on a lawn chair. I see. Yeah, I'm sipping on a uh, again pre-made drink. Um, mm-hmm. This time it's. What do you got for me this time? It's a Bacardi mojito. Ah, lime, those are good. Mint flavors and rum. And it says, "Okay, right. Here, here's a neat description of the product." Mm-hmm. Alkoholisches Mixgetränk mit 26% Rum mit Farbstoff mit Konservierungsstoff. Sounds delicious, right? Okay. Yeah, it does. It's, uh, you know, preservatives and um, alcohol with, uh, what was it? Colorings 20. as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Delicious. Nice. That's uh, Hemingway's um, uh, Lemonade. It. You know, I went to the bar that Hemingway wrote at in Cuba. That sounds it's pretentious a, and interesting at the same no, time. No, it's not pretentious. It's kind of a shithole. It's about the size of the room that I'm in now, but they would fit 25 to 30 people in there, and they're all drinking exclusively mojitos because that's where it was. I don't know if that's where it was invented, but that's where they drink it, and that's where it's like the only drink they serve. And there was a, there was like a bass player and a... <laughs> only a bass player? Honestly, like no one else there was, was like just a, a bass no, player? <laughs> no, there was, there was like a stand-up bass, and then I want to say a guitarist but it might have been a trumpet player and they were just playing some like funky jazz shit in the corner and then there was just a bunch of people drinking mojitos. Yeah, guitars and trumpets are easily mixed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was drunk. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but that was that was a bitchin' little bar and just like it's just like on a side street in Havana. That's really That cool. actually does sound amazing. I would love yeah. to go to Cuba one day, but I think they would just probably detain me right away because i'm well they okay well they didn't detain you but you're well you're canadian and probably they noticed that right away just that <laughs> just that polite sort of fairy yeah. dust you got around you that just yeah. infectures everyone you deal with yeah 
I was okay. I gotta say though, when we were we were like, we took a bus from the resort into into the city, and there was like a, a guide on the bus who was like, okay, so as soon as you step off the bus, people will swarm you and try and sell you things. Do not buy anything from them because it's overpriced and it's crap. And everyone's like, okay. And as soon as we got off the bus, <laughs> these two girls were just like swarmed and they like, they're like, oh, okay. And they took out their <laughs> wallets and the people just reached in and grabbed all of the money out of their oh, wallets fuck. and then hand, and then left. And then they're all like upset. And the tour guide's like, told you, I, I fucking told you. Oh, damn. Uh, and they're like, they're like super upset. And they just sat on the bus for the next four hours. And then I was like, Ooh. what'd you take your wallet out for? Why do you do that? They just told you so. Ah, oh, that's rough. I feel bad for them, but but um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's one of those <laughs> things, right? Where you're like, it's it's kind of your own fault. So I kind of don't feel sorry for you, but then again, it still sucks. I mean, yeah. it's like when someone. <laughs> okay, that might be a controversial example, but, <laughs> but I, okay, let's let's choose another one. So um, it, it's <laughs> like when someone. It does a lot of sports, right? Like he's an, I don't know, avid football player. And at some point he just gets really badly injured. And people are like, well, mm. you are playing football after all. So you're prone to getting injured anyway. So, but still, still yeah, you feel yeah. bad, right? Yeah, no, it's like vac- vacation's not the time that you want to learn any hard lessons. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you're supposed to be relaxing. Was there anything on any vacation that you took ever that that was like that where, where you just you know felt kind of exploited or just really dumb yeah. for doing something yeah i can straight up tell you the worst experience i had and uh um so my high school i i, I guess i got pretty lucky my high school did a couple organized trips to europe uh-huh. so um and they're very expensive so it was kind of like not everyone went i think it was a pretty small group of 15 or 20 people Um, so when I was 14, I went to Italy for nine days. Mm. Um, and when I was there, like the trip's already pretty expensive, so I didn't have a lot of spending cash, but, um, being a North American, we don't, we're kind of like taught that Europe is a dangerous place full of pickpockets. Kind of true. Uh, especially, I mean, especially places like Rome, where you go to like the Colosseum mm-hmm. and, and Trevi Fountain and that sort of thing, like it's just ripe with it. So um, I was super cautious. I got one of those money belts that I put that like goes under your clothing and shit. That's like super Dwight Schrute. And, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but then I also got cashier's checks, which I don't know if you know what they are. I don't even know if they do that anymore, but it's basically a special type of check that um i don't honestly i don't know what the point of it is but now that i think of Hmm. but it basically i don't know it's a special type of check that you can just give to people it's kind of like a blank check i guess with a value and then you can once you once you spend that they cash the rest of it i suppose Mm -hmm. so it's it's like somehow a safer version of of just money and um so i was in Assisi, which if anyone knows Assisi in Italy is um, where St. Francis comes from. Um, or uh, Yeah, that's my patron. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so I was in Assisi. And uh, any Gran Turismo fans out there, there's a, uh, in Gran Turismo 3, there is a racetrack that goes through that city. Really? Um, and it was... 
I, I used to, I used to play that on, on actually, PS2. Really? There was yeah, one? Yeah, that's the one. There is a track that goes to Saints, uh, Assisi, but it's called something else. And uh, so what happened was I got very distracted and I went into a, a shop mm-hmm. and I bought something. I don't remember what it was, but I took out my wallet and I put it on the counter to count my money to pay for them. And then I walked out and I left my wallet on the counter. Oh, and um, I realized this a short time later and I freaked out and I went back to the shop because I knew that that was the only other mm-hmm. place I'd been. Yeah. And of course the shop people were like, we well, don't know. Um, oh, and I no. guess I was hoping that like, you know, the shop owner was going to be uh, honorable enough to not take it and just lie oh. um, to my face. But I guess, you know, it's different. There's a different country, different culture, whatever. Oh, shit. And, and to be honest, I don't know if it was them or if it was somebody who was in there and saw me leave it and then just take it or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, I left it in there and I had 200 euro in my wallet that I just oh. left. So the rest, and that was like on day two. So, oh, no. so for the rest, so for the rest of the trip I had. So, so, so like wait a no second. Money. Sorry. So you didn't get it back at all. Oh no, oh. I didn't, I didn't get anything. What back. was I your lost, ID I and stuff in there as well? Um, no. So I had my ID and my passport out of my wallet. I think I was smart enough to do that. And I was just using it to carry cash. Damn, good on um, you, dude. Like, I would have been so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I, thankfully... Oh, I know why. Because I think our t- our teachers from the school were holding on to all of our passports. Because they can't trust that many fucking 14-year-olds with all of their passports individually. Um, well, you know... As just demonstrated by you. <laughs> Exhibit fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so thankfully I didn't lose everything, but I lost about 200 euro. And I think um, I called the bank where, like, I think something about a cashier's check is like you call the bank, and if the cashier checks haven't been cashed, you can cancel them and okay, then get yeah. them reissued. Or, mm-hmm. So if you lose them, I think that's the the advantage of them. So I, I guess got so because a blanco check you could just you know no matter what you can still cash them as soon as they're yeah. signed for. Yeah, uh-huh. something like that. So I Thank ended God up that but, check shit's gone, right? <laughs> yeah, but not all of it was in checks. I think only half. So I got a hundred okay. euro back mm-hmm. or something, which as a fourteen year old in Europe. Um, there's not a lot of money yeah. when you're on a trip and you're just like, ooh, shit. So anyways, that was my hard lesson. But I, en- <laughs> I ended up buying a leather jacket and a sword anyways because I'm a fucking idiot. So <laughs> what? So God knows what I would have bought <laughs> what, if what, I had what the What kind of sword? <laughs> it, was, it was like, I don't know, like the sword that Bilbo has in The Hobbit was just like a tiny little fucking... It's just a giant letter opener, basically. God, I would have loved, like, you know, those uh, kind of neckbeard swords. <laughs> those just huge motherfucking swords. They're just... Buster blade. <laughs> <laughs> like those ones in Soul Calibur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but here's the, here's the kicker to that. The finale of the whole thing yeah. was when I was on my way back into Canada and like the customs declaration, I declared that I had a weapon. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> pulled me aside and ripped my suitcase open to look for it. And they're like, is this it? So like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. You like, <laughs> punk. 
imagine P- <laughs> that, that's such a 14 year old move like i know like i got i got a little pocket <laughs> knife and i'm gonna declare it because i'm such a badass <laughs> No, I wasn't a badass. I was like, I want to be a good, honest person oh God, and declare this weapon. <laughs> I, I, I felt like at least you were trying to fuck up the local police. <laughs> no, this is getting back to Toronto. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's oh fuck, that's amazing. That that's amazing. Yeah. Like that's I'm gonna tell that story to my fucking grandchildren. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, God. So. That's my that was my experience, but that, and then like the next year I went to France mm. uh, on my high school trip, and I was a much wiser, much wiser. Didn't bring as much money. This time you bought a gun, which in reality was yeah. just like one of those little BB guns. Yeah, or maybe like a <laughs> squirter. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that trip as much, but it was a lot more serious because it was for the Vimy Ridge, what, what's um, that? World War One. Oh, is that World War One? I'm gonna be crucified. Well, can if I can you say that wrong, again? Maybe I got you wrong. Vimy Ridge. So that's probably not something significant to you because it was um, it was kind of a major Canadian victory in World War One. I, I want to say it's in France. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I, near I, Belgium. Honest to God, if you would have and, asked me, I wouldn't have even known that Canada participated. Uh, let me just um. So, it's. It was it was like a pivotal moment in World War One, um, in the north. I, I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's in France. And basically, there was a battle there where Canada. It was like this. It's like this giant ridge, obviously, and something about like the Canadians built like a tunnel to to tunnel through the hill to pop up on the other side of the enemies, and then they just like smoked them basically. Mm-hmm. And it was like a pivotal moment where they won and saved the 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 belgian people or something mm-hmm. like that and there was like it had something to do with that and flanders fields and and um liberating belgium and something like that hmm. so and uh if any time a canadian goes to belgium they're basically just treated like royalty and they get all kinds of free shit because <laughs> canada played this huge pivotal part in in their country's history and um Oh damn! And, uh, I'm just I, I I was just looking it up. So <clears throat> at the Battle of Somme, you guys were actually participating. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, that's so. Anyways, there's a huge memorial there uh-huh. now and a monument. And so part of this trip was like the whole high school trip for nine days. It was all just like a history lesson in in the world wars. Is the and, is, uh, is, like, is the memorial a statue of Wayne Gretzky? i can't even think of anything just wayne gretzky with with a fucking world war one rifle (laughs) he was there he was already there (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes sorry yeah i don't know it's sorry go on go on But it's like a massive monument and it was kind of decaying. So they, so they like renovated it and refurbished it. And then it was like the 90th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So the queen was there. All of the French and Canadian politicians, prime minister was there. It was like a huge event. And mm-hmm. part of our trip was that we were part of the, part of the, uh, I don't know, 
opening ceremonies kind of thing like the uh like the olympics and we were like we all had a uniform and we did this whole thing so basically the whole trip was surrounded and enshrouded in death and uh loss and sadness so it wasn't the same as just going to italy for no reason and buying swords but um well it was a good trip kind of the same european experience still i mean europe's pretty much two Mm -hmm. things either you're buying swords or you're experiencing death Mm -hmm. it's very somber it's very serious yeah in my experience Mm. yeah i don't know do you have any did you have anything like that where you you learned a hard lesson on a on a trip as a young all right all right all right okay Californian weed is not the same weed that we have in Germany. <laughs> Let me just say that, okay? But apart from that, like I've been to to parts of uh, Northern Africa, I've been to um, different countries in in Europe, and nothing ever really happened, mm. like in a bad way. So I, I think that's when you're European, you know what to deal with when you're in Europe. I mean, it gets a bit weird the more east you get. In Europe, like when I went to Budapest, yeah. uh, there were some weird things happening there, like in some bars. We were like, "Is is that legal?" Oh, okay, I, I guess that's legal. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're definitely more prepared. Yeah, definitely. Because we we don't know what to, we don't know what to expect. Like, because we have such a large geographical area yeah. that's all contiguous country. Yeah, and it's all just like the same, yeah. more or less everywhere. Yeah, enough. And then, yeah. Um. Also, uh, speaking. Okay, so. Something came to my mind because I was talking to my mom about that, and I'm not sure if you remember that. So uh, she specifically asked me to ask you about that. So it's totally fine to have that on a podcast, okay? So All right. um, <laughs> I think it must have been like three years ago, maybe even four, that um, I took Jason to uh, my hometown uh, because I just, you know, wanted him to see it. And um, the, the the bad part about that was that I was really, really sick at that time. I just oh. had like the worst, <laughs> I don't know, flu. You had like bubonic plague level. Yeah, it, it was real bad. Like, uh, <laughs> anyways, like, um, Jason and I got to my parents' place, and my parents are not that proficient in English, and but they they established some sort of communication at least, and. Because I got so sick and it got way, way worse um, on the first evening that we spent at my my parents' house, mm-hmm. um, we decided that probably it's going to be best for Jason to just return uh, to the town in, in Germany that we were living at. Um, and my parents were going to drive him to the train station. <laughs> So, my mom asked me if you still remember that particular drive to the train station. And, and, and if so, does it still haunt you? Does it still haunt me? Um, I mean, it doesn't haunt me, but I remember your dad was driving, like, insanely fast. Like, 80, 100 kilometers an hour down a 50 kilometer an hour road. <laughs> and just, like, not stopping anywhere just ripping around corners passing people yeah i've yeah he was driving so fast yeah so to get me to the train station and then you're and then i can't remember if your mom came with me or not no it was actually so my mom retold that story to me today so it was like you 
Okay, so my parents told you that you were supposed to get out um, as, as quickly as possible um, because yeah. you guys were already running real late. And Yeah, because there was only one train that day yes, or something. Yes, exactly. Like and so um, my parents stopped the car like at the intersection right before the train station because it was a red light. And you thought that this was your drop-off point. And you ripped open the door, and my parents told you to, like, close the door again because it's not where you're supposed to get out. <laughs> and it was, a, <laughs> it was a real hectic situation, apparently. But um, the overall point I, I was trying to make here is that I think... <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I think, like, one of the biggest differences uh, between, like, Canadian and American culture and German... I guess especially German culture is the way that we drive and the way that laws work on our streets. So when I um, rented a, mo a motorcycle in California and like the maximum I could go was like 70 miles an hour, which is like an equivalent to, I think, 120 kilometers, more or less, 110, yeah, 110 120. 120. Um, yeah. I was like, the fuck? Why? Like, are you serious? And... In Germany, like the the what would you call them? Not the not the highways, but like the roads between towns, like back roads. Yeah, like usually it's like a hundred kilometers per hour, which is like sixty miles an hour that you're allowed to drive. And yeah, yeah. that's an experience that I've had with some friends that were from uh, the Americas overall, where it's always quite similar. And whenever I took them by car, like someone else was driving a car and we're just ripping like 60 70 miles an hour uh like on a regular street not the highway just 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 some regular mm -hmm. street um that's just yeah. normal for us and mm -hmm. for you guys it's like we're not on the highway the fuck are you doing <laughs> well so that's that depends on where you are when you are too because mm -hmm. here we do that like my my street um, the main street that I used to get to like work or whatever is 60 kilometers an hour. Yeah, but, but you're like in, in Canadian Bavaria. That's, that's like... Exactly. And nobody drives the speed limit. Everyone's like 20 over minimum. And like it's just accepted. And anyone who's driving the speed limit's usually the asshole in this scenario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but before before I forget, the, funny, the funniest thing about the whole driving me to the train station was that once we got there, your dad like jammed 20 bucks into my hand. It was just like, take it, <laughs> take, take this money. I'm like, I don't know you. You're a stranger to me. It's well, yeah, but that's the thing. So that that's part of just Bavarian culture. Like uh, if you're a friend of mine, like you, yeah. you're a friend of his son. So you're automatically a friend of his like that. That's not even <laughs> that's not even a question. And Bavarian people are just very, very, very polite. And um, mm. it might not come off like that at first because uh, Bavarian people are also very xenophobic. <laughs> <laughs> but You're a white friend of mine. <laughs> oh, God. No, not like that. Wait, what the, what the, why do you always have to make it about race? I don't know. What else does xenophobia mean? Well, it just someone, literally someone from another place, like just a, a place that oh, you don't okay. know. But, uh, I see, I yeah. see. Yeah. 
but but anyway so so i'm surprised that he didn't give you like 50 or 100 euros just to just to make up for you know your psychological trauma that you might have gotten no i mean oh i loved it it was fun i mean that's normal to me like the 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 only scary thing is that like we drive the same speeds but your roads are a lot narrower oh yeah you don't have we you don't have shoulder of like gravel there's no there's no gravel siding before you hit the side of the road. Yeah. It's just pavement and then like I don't know 5 centimeters and then grass. Yeah. Or a ditch. Yeah. Uh and then and the lanes are narrower so so that was more intense but like I didn't I didn't care cuz I drive like that anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's it yeah, I, I think that's also yeah, that's definitely a huge difference that um in in Germany, we tend to have a lot of streets where any sane-minded person would be like, maybe go like 30 miles an hour, like, you know, 60 kilometers an hour. Uh, Maybe just chill out for a little. And German's like, oh, fuck no, I'm I'm going to drive 100. I don't (laughs) care. And especially in um, like Bavaria, where I'm from, you would also get a lot of like tractors on the streets. Yep. And those also never adhere to any speed limit that their particular class of vehicle should <laughs> adhere to. So uh, no, they're hauling exactly. Ass. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, uh, Jason, just just wait a quick second. Just, just yeah. give me a second. What, g- g- give me a second. Yeah. Take, take, take your time. What the fuck? Ah, <clears throat> oh, I'm back, baby. Welcome back. Uh, we just got a friends apart first right here. I got a refill. Ooh. Yeah, but it's like a really bad refill. So I got like a knockoff brand rum together with a knockoff brand cola mix so that's real bad I, I, I think that's something that doesn't really exist in 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 north america this whole uh, spezi cola mix thing right no we don't have that that's but but um, you for those... do do that right just mix together like coke and fanta no never no um that's something that nobody knows about here um and i think so oh, that's um, good for our North American and otherwise listeners. Uh, yeah, so there's the Spitzi that's like Coke and like Fanta, which is orange orange pop um, or soda. Um, <clears throat> and then there's also, I don't know what you call it, but like Cola Weizen is like wheat beer with a little bit of Coca-Cola. Yeah, in it. exactly. And and it, it doesn't sound good, but it is absolutely delicious. And one time I asked for it at a Boston pizza and I was just like, can I get this wheat beer? But can you just put like a little bit of Coca-Cola in it? And they looked at me like with disgust and disdain because <laughs> they, and I was like, it's a thing. Trust me. Yeah. It's delicious. But I think I've also introduced you to Goss, right? Um, uh, yeah. So so that's like you, you would take Coke and dark beer um, together with uh, a cherry liquor. And yeah, that know. that's just like the bar that i went to with my friends um as like late teens <laughs> so to say mm-hmm. uh that 
would be our poison of choice. It, it was so bad because it's so sweet. You barely taste the alcohol, but it has so much alcohol in there. And uh, you, we would also drink everything as a mass, so as like one liter. And mm-hmm. it was damn, it was so good, but also so bad. Yeah, it's t- it's tasty as yeah. fuck. Also, do you, did I ever tell you what spezi means? No, I don't know what it means. Spezi is a, a like a Bavarian um, word for friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so spezi is like you know when Coke and Fanta make friends. Oh. Yeah, nice. I, I think in Canada you would yeah. probably call it a no wait like Gen Zers would probably call it like fuck buddy. Oh okay, I see. If if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm drinking a fuck buddy. I'm like, <laughs> excuse. There's me. actually a German liquor that's called ficken, so fucking. Yeah, I know that. It, it's actually yeah. quite good. It's like I think like uh, black it's currants fig or something liquor, like right? that. I think it's made of figs. Fig? That uh figs. Okay, yeah, yeah, that could be. It's it's real sweet and real delicious yeah. and real fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Let me see. Buddy, there's another thing that I wanted to ask you. All right, shoot. I got a okay. That that's a bit tough for me, but I I got a story for you. Okay. And <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you if I might tell you that story, but it could be that I've already told you that. But I, I think it's probably the best story that I've ever experienced in my life. So, all right, for the listeners. Okay. So, have I ever told you about the time that uh, my friends and I got drunk, went to a forest where we discovered a shed that was probably occupied by the Polish or Russian mafia, and they sent the dogs to hunt us down, and we escaped? No, you that somehow slipped through the radar. Okay, I, I think you might have remembered it. <laughs> um, so, the reason I'm telling you that is because just recently I was talking to this particular friend that was involved, um, and I was of the opinion, I was so convinced that the story was just in my head. I, I'm not sure if you can relate to that. Like, sometimes a story happens to you that's so crazy, but others were involved. That you're like, wait, was that maybe just like a dream or did I exaggerate yeah. it in my mind? Or you're just embellishing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're talking to a friend that was involved and they're like, no dude, it, it, it happened exactly like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's what happened to me with that story. And, uh, I, I would sort of like to close the podcast with that. If that's okay with you. Um, yeah. it's, I, I just, I think that's just the most insane thing that's ever happened to me. Um, so, in Germany, there's this tradition that uh, pretty much usually at springtime and fall time, you would have like little Oktoberfests all throughout Germany. Fastnacht. Yeah, well, that's one of them. But there's like yeah, yeah. a lot of different variations of that. And we would have one in a neighboring village. And they had a big tent that sold liquors to miners that was just known so naturally we went there and we went there by foot and we were carrying like uh a what what would you call it a box of beer yeah case a case yeah sorry that's it a case of beer um on our way there it was approximately like four to five kilometers so it was quite a walk um we managed to almost empty the whole case of beer there. We were like four guys, I think. Yeah, we were four. 
so uh, we went to the tent that they had and uh, we got some strong liquor and that encouraged us to check out this shed that we knew was on top of a hill uh, so so the so the tent was on the foot of the hill of the shed okay and we knew yeah. that on top of the hill there's a shed in the middle of a forest and we also saw that there was a lot of like bright colorful lights coming from that so naturally drunk as we were we were like we should go there we should definitely go there and check this out so we went up there it was quite a hike and it must have been, I don't know, around midnight, probably. And we were just drunk as fuck. <laughs> so we were walking this really, really long road, uh, just passing some, some uh, what was it, I think, wheat fields or something like that. And it led us up to this small forest. And we're walking into the forest... And we saw the shed. In front of the shed, there was like a couple of logs just around a bonfire. And a couple of people were sitting around the fire. And uh, they were talking in some Eastern European language, like Polish, Russian, something like that. And all of a sudden, we weren't quite as sure anymore if we should actually join them to party you know because <laughs> it didn't really look like a party if you know what i mean it was a it was a meetup of some sorts <laughs> and it was a couple of people obviously in the shed but they weren't partying i mean they were drinking but they were just talking and a couple of guys mm. that were sitting around the fire they had uh, uh, German shepherds on their leashes so that seemed kind of fishy like you usually wouldn't bring your dog to party you know I mean no de depending on a party of course and I don't know about you folks in Alabama but it's it's definitely not what we would do in, in Bavaria we usually leave them home we would bring sheep um <laughs> <laughs> anyways so uh as I was saying, we weren't quite as sure as, you know, how to and if to approach them. So we were kind of hiding behind some trees, just checking the whole situation out. And then I'm not shitting you, just like in one of those bad horror movies, one of us just stepped on some sort of branch and it snapped. It was yeah. real fucking loud. <laughs> it was actually really loud. And one of the dogs just immediately started barking and we started running and we ran we ran so so fast and we could hear the people shouting in their language and the dogs barking and definitely following us so mm -hmm. those wheat fields that we passed before now we were just running straight across them just to get to to the main street uh faster and those dogs were still following us and we could still hear them barking and we could still hear the people shouting. Um, but since we're not in the US, there was no gun shooting. So um, it, it was fucking scary. Uh, 
Then one of my friends fell. He he, he tripped <laughs> and fell. And we left that motherfucker to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Leave him. <laughs> we, we we left him there for dead. <laughs> I still feel kind of bad about that. Uh, well, I hope he made it. Yeah, well, he eventually <laughs> did, but... <laughs> yeah, we never heard the end of it. it <laughs> deservedly so. It, it was bad. It, it was real bad. But but like my my remaining friends and I, we, we just kept running and running and running, and we just heard a loud like whistling noise from the back, probably like calling off the dogs. I don't know. Um, yeah. And that was just so fucked up. And then we. Eventually, when we made it, the, the one friend that we left, he just joined us. And uh, obviously, he was, what the fuck, guys? Why Why did you leave me? Why? <laughs> and we we're like, yeah, that's definitely not because you have a low status in our uh, sociological structure here. But yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was, that was real bad. And um, eventually, of course, we made it home and we were definitely spooked. We were definitely spooked. Um it's something that you really do not encounter a lot of in in southern Germany, southern Bavaria, I guess. Um, just, I mean, we don't even know if it was actually criminal activity. I mean, maybe it, it was just some guys having a good time, and they thought that you know it was maybe like a like a rivaling gang or something. You know, what if it was like you were just really drunk and it was a bunch of like old retired men with their shih tzus D- at a fire dude, I, having a camp out and then. Yeah. The dogs just started chasing you and they were just trying to call them back, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, yeah. I was so thinking about that. Okay, that's such a good point <laughs> to be making because I was really, really thinking about that. Uh, what if our drunk minds just totally screwed us over? And there is this this thing in, in psychology called a, a folie à deux, which is like when, when one person undergoes a psychosis and it has a person that's close to to him... And that person is sort of like infected by this other person's psychosis and they both go into psychosis because of that. So it mm. it, it could be, but very unlikely. it's very, very, very fucking unlikely because we were all yeah. running like crazy. And um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it. It was one of the, maybe, it, maybe actually the spookiest, creepiest, thing that's ever happened to me and the fact that my friend just recently just out of nowhere like he was just like hey remember the time that those dogs chased us down (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like fuck that's real it's like yeah yeah it's real that that kind of made me think that i was just trying to just suppress the memory of it (laughs) so oh god (laughs) it was so bad well the uh the spookiest time uh, I ever remember was when I was four and I went to a haunted house in Miami, Florida, and I uh, and I peed my pants. That was a really horrible experience. But it just literally just got into the the haunted house. It, it like <laughs> still all the lights were on, and you just stood there and peed yourself because you thought, well, the others can't see me if I just close my eyes. <laughs> They'll stay away from me. Though. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh yeah. man, buddy. Yeah. So that's a good story yeah uh god there's so much that that i still want to talk to you about like ha- have you 
Okay, j j just quickly, just before we ending the podcast, have you heard about that interview that uh, fucking Prince Harry and his his Meghan gave to Oprah? Yeah, I mean, I saw the I saw the advertisements for it, but I we I mean, and some memes from it, of course, but I haven't seen the actual. Like, thing. I I also didn't see the whole interview, but just you know the gist of it being, uh, you know, the family is racist towards her. I'm like. I mean, we knew that, right? dude. I, I we all knew I think that. I I heard <laughs> who was it? I think Bill Burr on his podcast. He he said it very very well. He was like, "So what you're saying is, the widest family living in a castle in England is racist." Th Get out of town. That's that's your story. That's what you're all making this big fuss about. That. A white family, the whitest family, the whitest inbred family, living <laughs> in a castle in England is racist. Okay, well, that's certainly, yeah, that, that's certainly something to make that much of a fuss about. Like, fucking hell. No, yeah, it's a great I point. also, I mean, what about you? I mean, you're, you're still part of the Commonwealth, right? Officially, we are, but I think there's a some uh, some noise in the last year or so of 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 uh, I don't know what the term would be seceding yeah. from it or or yeah, yeah you know leaving the Commonwealth because basically we have a very a very like formal but but really uninvolved relationship with with it because like all of our money has the Queen on it and then we have an official relate uh representative of hers called the Governor General. Mm -hmm. And officially, uh, I don't know all the details, but I think a lot of like legislation and like stuff officially needs to be approved through the governor general or yeah, but, but something. But isn't it like but, that half of your provinces actually still belong to Great Britain? No, 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 really? no. Okay, it's all just it's all just a formality for the most part. Like, mm. um, and outside of the governor general and the fact that this old like Elton John on our money. Like that's, that's pretty much the, the extent of the whole, you know, Royal family uh, mm. and the monarchy as, as influence on Canada. I think huh. and there might be a lot more than I'm just not uh, educated huh. in. And I think much like Quebec wanting to secede from Canada as its own country. I think Canada as a whole has been discussing seceding from the, the yeah. Huh? monarchy yeah i mean it's it seems like a very weird concept right like in in modern times yeah and it, i mean it's if anything it's less about canada but more is just a grant uh, uh, on on the whole it's kind of like a part of a uh i'm trying to say like a bad part of history how europe colonized a bunch of countries that did not want to be colonized And like, obviously Canada had the better end of that in terms of outcomes, I guess. But yeah, let me just say it's not like, colonization if they enjoy it. Not colonization. <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> I'm going to colonize. <laughs> Anyways, uh, scratch that. Yeah. But, but it's... But yeah, you know yeah. what I'm... You know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, sure, about. sure. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Like this whole interview uh, just... And and all that that's connected to it just brought to my attention again how 
weird it is to me that there's still this concept of royal families, I guess. Uh, like a lot. A well, I think just the moment, the momentum and the precedent is set now. It's like, you can't just get rid of them. Like they have to choose to become like irrelevant uh, also, or they have to all die. Somehow. Dude. Also, if you think about it, like this whole QAnon conspiracy where they're like, the Democrats are like abducting children, raping them and then drinking the blood to be eternally young. Have you looked at the fucking queen? Doesn't it, like, <laughs> honestly... She's still, yeah. Doesn't it look like a less far-fetched conspiracy theory that maybe she's some kind of fucking vampire? I mean, just saying. Just saying. Yeah, she looks suspiciously still spry and, and, uh, and young. And, like, I I've told you about this uh, YouTuber, Will Tennyson, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. did a day like living like the queen and apparently she has like a ridiculously strong cocktail before lunch. And <laughs> to be honest, like if I would ever in, like, you know, be some sort of royalty, that would probably be the first thing I would do. I would just create some weird fucking cocktail, name it after me. Like the Sir Franz, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, just telling my, my, my service, make me a Sir Franz. Make me a Sir me. And then they're like, but, but it's like 8 a.m. Dost thou judge? Exactly. Exactly <laughs> like that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a powerless figurehead and you've got nothing but time and you're old as fuck, what else are you going to do? Just get loaded. Fuck Pe it. People would argue otherwise. <laughs> like, my girlfriend's a huge fan of The Crown, like this this show on Netflix. Um, yeah, we watched it. And Yeah, I didn't um, because I just really don't, do not give a fuck about Trial Family at all. <laughs> um, but, but I guess it's a good show, like just objectively probably a good show. Um, yeah, it's a decent show. At least the parts that I've seen. And I guess that she also, you know, the whole story of the royal family probably is really interesting and exciting and so on. But then again, mm -hmm. you know, I got hit in the head when I was like eight by my dad. Uh, he took a like a wooden sword and he tried to knock off an apple from my head and he just hit me directly in the head. And no one's making a what film kind about of that. John Snow fucking bullshit is this, dude? Like no one's making a movie about that, or are they? See, <laughs> I'll make so it. I'll make that, it, dude. That's way more exciting than fucking Second World War Lizzie just driving an ambulance. But <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I guess uh, with that. That's that's today's podcast. If if you're fine with that, I don't I don't want to like like uh you know just 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 I don't know what the fucking saying goes. I'm I'm kind of lost here. Thank you for giving me an hour of your life. And um, that that sounds very week. vampire like. <laughs> 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 oh god, yeah. But honestly, like people listening to this shit. Right? Oh, I mean, this highly produced uh, 
great. Hey, it's getting better, all right? I'm starting to pride myself on... Uh, oh, yeah. So last episode, number six. Oh, this is the last episode with this mic. I'm finally going to get a real mic. It's in the it's in the. Mail. Yeah, I'm not. Just um, y- You have to deal with that shit quality forever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and um, I, I realized that I was mixing the volume quite low compared to... Uh, I used the Barack Obama podcast as my audio <laughs> reference. <laughs> Fuck you. Just to spite you, you motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, wow, ours is way too quiet. I need to. Why <laughs> would to you do that? You fucking <laughs> traitor. Uh, not the, not the Bruce Springsteen and Obama podcast. Every week, a new episode on Spotify. Now, listen to it. It is quite quite well produced. Obviously, I, um, it's a fucking president like, and the boss. You don't know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like the the uh, the mix that they have on the vocals. But it was a good. It was a good audio reference. So. Oh God. So that was that was good. <sighs> um, so the next episode, episode six, you're hearing this in episode seven. So you know, thanks for listening. But too little too late yeah also the last episode is was louder <laughs> that's all that's all i, I wanted to say <laughs> uh also if if you're listening to to this episode um look we're not doing this professionally i mean <laughs> just listen to this shit like that's not professional at all um but um if you think you're having fun you think it's entertaining if you know if you enjoy it we would really, really appreciate you just sharing it with your friends. And if you don't have any friends, I mean, well, what's the point anyways, right? So if you don't have any friends, start your own podcast. It, Actually, don't. because we, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need competition, man. Like, we're barely surviving here, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, I guess that's it for today's podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just a blast. Like, I... I, I thought this whole podcast experience would be fun, but I didn't expect it to be as much fun because I, I feel like the, the friendship of like Jason and I is just, you know, uh, it, it it's just getting getting better and better and better. And we're getting to know each other whilst entertaining you guys. Well, hopefully entertaining you. And, and that's just pretty much the best thing that I could ask for. So, um I'm going to let the second drink stop speaking for me and uh, end this podcast episode right here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter at friendsapartpod or via email friendsapartpod at gmail.com. And also we uploaded the episodes on YouTube. So if you got any questions or remarks or I don't know, any fucking thing at all, just you know, it is up in the comments or just send us a DM that I'm not going to respond to. I don't care. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, talk to you guys in the next episode. Go fuck yourselves and have a great time. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.